Hey, Lead the Gen fam. Welcome to season two of the Student Leadership Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today. We believe that Gen Z students can be incredible leaders in their homes, schools, and churches. And this podcast is all about helping you grow as a leader. Great student leadership is a result of having a great relationship with Jesus. So we also want to help you deepen your faith and understanding of God. If you love this podcast, please do us a favor and write a review and rate it on whatever platform you're listening from. And don't forget to hit subscribe. We'll be dropping new episodes several times a week throughout the school year. And be sure to share it with other amazing student leaders like yourself. This podcast is sponsored by our partner, WorldServe International. WorldServe is addressing the water crisis in Africa, where over 790 million people do not have access to clean drinking water. You and I can be part of solving this crisis. Go to WorldServeintl.org to get started. So get ready. The Student Leadership Podcast starts right now. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Student Leadership Podcast. It's your boy, Gil, here. And today in the studio, we are talking about Joseph Kellogg, next-gen pastor of People's Church in Oklahoma and founder of uh, Healthy Youth Ministry, his his second episode with us. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. But in the studio today, we have a couple people here. We have, of course, your boy, The Jor. That was robot for, hi, I'm the Chi Alpha director at Pitt. (laughs) Believe it or not, I actually speak robot. So Uh, we have Colin, who hopefully doesn't know any other weird languages. I, I've, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> but he is the kids pastor here at Alza Park Church. It's pretty sweet. And then we have Caleb, who is, again, the jack of all trades. He does a whole bunch of ministry roles. Uh, resident Gen Z guy. He does worship. He does graphics. What don't you do? I don't do weird voices like that. So <laughs> Fair hey, enough. But you hey, do we- make TikToks for the Lord. Do you make TikToks for the Lord? I've never made a TikTok. Oh, okay, dang it. Oh, you hate to see it. All right. Well, today we're talking about uh, his second episode here where his his main thought was living for Jesus no matter what. Uh, it was something he said to his kids. He still says it to them all the time. He like kind of indoctrinates them with that. It's their their family mantra, mantra, however you say it. Mantra. E- everyone yeah. said mantra. I, I, I wonder if that's mantra. just yeah. uh, just poor pronunciation on my part. But we're talking about that today. So guys, what, what stood out to you about today's podcast? Yo, so I love that statement. It brought me back to like probably like 10th grade this is like just super like embarrassing story but like i was probably like that kid who was like if they tell me to do something in a sermon i'm gonna do it and i did it and had it horribly go wrong like i remember going up to a woman in a mall who's like sitting in a wheelchair outside of a store and being like i'm gonna live for jesus no matter what jesus was able to help people walk so no i went up to her way. no it's bad it just oh, no. i went Wait, up to her into this yeah so i went up to her and i'm like hey uh can can i pray for you like and she looked at me she's like no <laughs> And I was like, okay. And no, no, no. That's not the worst part. That's not the worst part. I walked away and then she stood up and walked out of the way. She wasn't like, she was just sitting in it, having a fun time. And I thought she was like, oh, it was uh, great. It was terrible. Colin, you were that kid though, because the last Mm. podcast you talked about, like we would stay up till midnight praying. And I was like, what the heck? You really just listened to the sermons and did them. Yo, okay. I did it. But like, there was a whole big piece that was missing. And that, okay. And that's what I loved about this is like, he's like, what, like live for Jesus, no matter what. And it made me think like, I've had multiple different, like put in the end there of like, no matter like relationships, no matter whatever. Hmm. So like, I, I kind of had to ask Mark myself of like, what's been my what? And I Ooh. think that's a question we're all like asking. And like, I'll, like, I'll just, I'll be real. Like for me, like in high school, like 
pornography was my what. Like if it came down to it and it was just like, I can live for Jesus or I can do this. Like I didn't, there were some days where it was like, you know, I don't know which ones I'm going to pick. Cause it was, it was difficult. And I didn't actually like make that choice for a while, but that was like where I was at. Like, do y'all have like those like things of like your what? Like, okay. So you're, you're asking like, what was your live for Jesus? No matter what, what's your what? Yeah. No matter. Yeah. Fill in the blank. Okay. I was a little weasel and still can be. So I like <laughs> to hide things. Uh, so for me it was, if there was like a sin that no one would know about, um, like pri- so I, I had some friends that weren't connected with our youth group. So I know, I knew like when I was hanging out with them, I could kind of do whatever I want and it wouldn't get back to my youth pastor, wouldn't get back to my youth group. So it's like, it's like, it felt like a free range, you know, like you can say whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You can talk about whatever you want. You can smoke what, and it was like, okay, am I willing to live for Jesus no matter what? Meaning even if no one finds out about it, I still want to live for him. Um, Or also like if my parents wouldn't find out about it, if I felt that freedom, like there's no way they'll ever know. Does it still matter to me? That was kind of a gut check too. Cause it was like, are you living? for Jesus or just like the reputation of, you know, your youth pastor, how he sees you, how your parents feel you and hopefully not get grounded. That was it for me. Like living even as if, cause Jesus sees everything. That was kind of my what. Yeah. I mean, I, I think every high school student, middle school student struggles with at least something. Yeah. Um, I think a big one for me that a lot of my peers didn't have was video games so i think nowadays video games are a lot more popular um but it wasn't like i was playing with friends like i was playing minecraft for like four or five hours just, yeah. just yeah. by myself yeah <laughs> and this i just think of the hours that i wasted on that yeah and i mean i mean you I, mean invested sir i made wasted. i did make some pretty cool stuff in there yeah. but i just think like man, I could have used that time to develop myself. I could have used that time to like hang out with people and try to influence them and and try to get them to come to youth group or try to blah, blah, blah. Um, And instead I spent most of my high school just, you know, being a lukewarm Christian, you know? I wasn't completely off the rails. You know, I, I didn't have any like drug addiction problems or smoking or cursing or anything like that. But at the same time, like... Maybe I only, I think I really only invited like one of my friends from school to church. Hmm. And that was after I found out he was a Christian. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, my, uh, my like for what has probably been, and this, this is a little bit random. Jordan, you probably know this the best about me because you've known me for the longest time, but like growing up, I don't know how it started, but I fell in love with like, like the horror genre of like movies oh, yeah. and films and things like that. And dude, I remember you like, you were so into that. Dude, I, I like, and here's, if I'm just being transparent with y'all, I still feel that like temptation or that desire kind of like, I don't know. I, I haven't, I guess, been addicted to drugs or things like that. So I can't put it exactly in that term, but I imagine like there is still like a craving in me or a hunger sometimes where I'm like, Oh, I would love to like binge watch the, the Jason movies. You know what I mean? Like, or like Friday the 13th. You're I would love to, to do that. Spooky season. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually, I actually kind of am. And so like, I think, I think for me, it's even today I'm like, Oh man, I can't watch this stuff or I can't read this stuff. I can't play these games, which you've probably even seen me do where I'm like, Oh yeah, I, I started playing this game, but I really shouldn't. Cause it's like just bad for me. And I know, I know like 
there, there's a lot of things even going into the last podcast that that touches on that I, well, I won't get probably into. Probably every person has that though. You know, it's like that one thing. That's a that's a great that's specific to you. But each person listening has their one. I guess it feels weird to say it like their sin of choice, yeah. right? <laughs> and like we have to decide: Am I laying that on the feet of Jesus to live for Jesus no matter what? That's a great answer, Gil. Yeah, and I would to add to that. I would. You know, there's still days today where I'm like, I mean, I don't want to deal with any of my problems, so I'm just going to go play video games for Is it an still hour or two. Minecraft? It's not so Minecraft. <laughs> That's right. Same server. That. is great. But okay. we all have those, th- those things that we turn to yeah. for comfort or for numbing pain mm. or sadness or loneliness or disappointment. And maybe it's just small things like, oh, my, my meeting at work didn't go the way I thought it would go. Or man, I really thought this friend would come through for me or, man, I thought I'd do better on this test or today was just a sucky day at school. Yeah. Right? And so instead of going home and turning to something that is beneficial for you, whether that's the word of God or whether that's good relationships or good friendships or conversation, it's I'm going to turn to something that's comforting because I just don't want to have to think or deal with anything right yep. now. And that's can be just as destructive of a pattern that, that a real difficult, bad, ugly sin situation can get you into. They can be just as bad and just as destructive. Yeah. I thought that choice was going to get a lot easier as I got older. Like I thought like all those little things, like, cause in high school I'm like, yeah, this is going to get so much easier. Like once I'm like finally an adult and like, you know, I'll have stuff like more figured out. And what I found out was like every single one of like the issues, because I mean, like, look, we like put it like there's one sin of choice. I'll be real. I feel like I've got like 30. (laughs) I I wish it was just one thing, but it's like, I've got categories of like issues that are going on. And what I thought was like, yeah, you know, like once I'm like older and like, I've got a girlfriend or like, once I get to college. Yeah. 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 I can, I get the job that I've wanted or like people, People finally like recognize me and my like skill. Like it never happens. It just gets worse. Like yeah. it, I know we talked about this in like the last like overtime episode of like that consistency that consistency in your life compounds. Like if I keep making like that choice of something other than Jesus, that compounds after a while. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean there's no hope to be able to like make that choice, but it doesn't get easier. Like right now, I wish I could have made those choices in high school because yeah. it was easier. Yeah. And I think, I think one of the reasons why it gets so, so much worse, at least for me is like, because I have more resources and more yeah. control over my time now, right. like as a teenager, there's certain restrictions you have naturally, but as an adult, I could, I could go right now if I wanted to and just go spend a hundred bucks on whatever terrible horror related things and literally download it on my TV yeah. at home or my PS4 or do whatever I want. Like I could buy a game, I could do all that. And it's like, Oh, it, it, it just gets worse because now I have more access to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I would say is just to who is ever listening to this. Um, you're going to have those temptations and those mm-hmm. desires, not necessarily sin desires and sin, temp- sin temptations, but just for comfort, just for video games. You're going to have that for the rest of your life. Right. And as you get older, it's, easier to give into those things because yeah, you have more resources, you have more control over your own time. And I'm not saying this to discourage you or to help you lose all hope. I'm saying don't feel full of shame, mm-hmm. right? And don't just crawl into a corner and give up because you gave in to this comfort that you've been dealing with. The more you set out in your mind to say, no, I'm going to 
say no to these things and I'm going to say yes to higher things, to a higher calling, to a higher purpose, it does get easier to make those decisions after you've been doing it for a while. Wow. Right? So we're all talking about right now how we still deal with that. We still deal with wanting to turn to comfort and other things, right? So it never goes away completely, but I can guarantee that all four of us on this episode right now who have said, oh yeah, I still struggle with this today are not struggling with it on the same level that we were when we were immature and young in middle school or high school. Yeah. Facts. Actually, so you brought up something. Um, First thing I would say to that is uh, someone said this to me. I don't even remember who, but they said someday never comes. What, meaning, meaning like if you're like, oh, someday I'll, you know, kill my devotional life or someday I'll live for Jesus every day. It's like that someday never comes. You need to decide today. And if you push it off to when I'm an older, better version of myself, that will never happen. You got to make that. But you, Caleb, said the word shame. And this is a question I wanted to ask you guys because I, I was thinking about this. I pictured if he was my dad and said to me every day, you know, all right, Jordan, live for Jesus no matter what today. I know for an absolute fact there would be days that I get back into that car with like my tail between my legs, you know, because I would know I did not live for Jesus today. And I was even thinking maybe I would lie and you'd be like, how'd you do? Did you live for Jesus no matter what today? I'd be like, yeah, you know, you 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 know the vibes, but I actually didn't. There were so many days that I felt like, you know, I, I would swear when I didn't want to, or, or I would not be a good representation of Jesus. I guess the question to me is like, what happens legit when you, when you don't? And when you do feel that shame, like I'm not living for Jesus, no matter what, what's the proper response? I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I would just add off what you were saying first, you were involved heavily in youth ministry and school leadership and that type of stuff when you were growing up and you still dealt with those things. Facts. Right. I don't know what that solution is. Maybe one of you guys can jump in, but yeah, I think, well, I think for me, like, so I, I, obviously I agree with you too, Jordan. Like, I think, I think I remember thinking back in high school when I was like involved in like serving in kids ministry and I would like help out with random things at the youth group. And I started volunteer with the middle school ministry. I still struggle with like a private, just kind of like addiction to pornography and be on again and off again and on again and off again. And like how you get over the shame, at least for me, I think the biggest thing that I remember having a breakthrough with is whenever I opened up to my life group leader about it. And I was willing to talk about the fact that I failed because I think like, okay, if we're trapped in our own minds, at least for me, the weight of my failure is magnified a lot more whenever I'm keeping it private. But as soon as I said that, and I heard him say like, Hey, you know what? That's okay. That happens. And like, you can do things to like get healthier with this. So let's talk about like what you can do here, how this can work. And like, it was a little bit destigmatized. So there wasn't like a, uh, you know, a, I don't know, a, a hammer of God kind of striking me down in that moment. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of an analogy, yeah, yeah. but like, I, it was like forgiveness. It was an, like an acknowledgement that I did wrong, but it wasn't like a, a shameful thing in that moment. There was forgiveness. I think that made a big difference for me when I was like, Oh, I just probably need to be more willing to talk about this. That's a good answer. And, and I think I even just as a person struggle with privacy, like as I've gotten older, as I've gotten in ministry and this isn't the podcast for it now, but I have struggled with like, balancing my private life with my public life and how that like looks as a, as a minister and stuff. But like, I think that me just talking about those things was really, really healthy. Yeah. I think shame in itself will thrive if you're just trying to deal with it by yourself. Hmm. And there's this, I, I feel like it's like every single person ends up going through this whole like fight where they like get to the point that they realize like, 
my shame like isn't actually something God's put on me. It's something I'm putting on myself that oh, that's good. I'm using Great almost reminder. as like a as like a boundary, almost like kind of a defensive me- mechanism of like I'm I'm keeping this here so that I so that I can't get too close to God so that things change, and I'm just going to keep this shame here and like feel bad about it and be like. Okay, like, and and I, I'm not talking to somebody who hasn't like experienced like deep, deep shame, like I have. But like, what changes is whenever you realize, like, oh, I, I don't have to like get everything together to live for Jesus. Like, dude, the goal is like I get to live with Jesus, like problems and all. Yeah. Like, I get to bring all of it before him and be like, here's my mess. Like, take it all. Like, and I know yeah. that you're not at all mad or angry at me, but you want all of this. Yeah. Okay, I would say to the student leader, "Hey, are you are you still showing up? Yeah. Or are you are you throwing in the towel? Have you given up?" So yeah. if you're if you're still if you're showing up, that's progress. You know, and and if you did mess up, there's no need to feel shame. Let me ask you a question, student leader: Is Jesus's blood enough for you today? Yeah, yeah. Are you going to tell yeah. me no? Oh, are you really? And if, and if it, and if it is enough for you today. Quick down, quick up. Are you showing up? Are you still committed? So what about tomorrow? Yes, you blew it today. Maybe you didn't live for Jesus no matter what today. Are you ready to throw in the towel? Are you going to go in another round? Um, Someone once kind of explained, it's like if you are, you know, I don't know, running a mile and you trip and fall, when you stand up, are you at the start line or are you where you fell? You're, you're already on the journey, quick down, quick up, get back up. And you, you haven't lost that ground you gained. So go tomorrow, live for Jesus, no matter what tomorrow. I would just encourage, there's no reason to catastrophize and be like, oh no, I've blown it. No, you still got time in your middle school and high school to make an impact for the King. Yeah. I mean, the reality is live for Jesus, no matter what, because he would die for you, no matter what. Hmm. Oh shoot. I had had a little pause for that for a moment. Yeah. I, it's just, it's the reality though. Cause like you can't do enough to ever like earn what he gave for you, but he loves you that much. He wants to give it to you. And I feel like we like, that's like, it sounds so simple, but like you put that in the context of like the pornography addiction that like I had, like, yeah, that changes like why I can even open up and say things to other people about it and why like I'm able to like take steps out of it because he loves us that much. Yeah. Now, uh, last question for you guys here. I'm thinking kind of categorically here. He he was talking a lot about life in the, the podcast, and he said life stands for like language, interests, friends, entertainment. And those are the things that kind of steer the direction of your life. So uh, out of those four categories, I know we've all struggled with all of those, but is there any one of those four, again, language, interest, friends, entertainment, that you have struggled with you feel like more specifically? Like, I know we probably all sucked at them at some point, but like, you're like, man, this one I'm still really, really bad at. Yeah. Or, I mean, it's, it's a blend. It's okay. But you just can't pick all four as an answer. Yeah. For me, it was definitely entertainment. You know, I already opened up about that a little bit. And uh, still today, I struggle with that sometimes. And uh, I like to think, and I'm pretty sure that it's not as bad. Pretty sure. You know, <laughs> I'm doing better. But now this, I, I still sometimes struggle with the same amount of guilt and shame as before. Yeah. Because now the, the stakes are higher. You yeah. know, now I have a wife and a kid and a ministry life ahead of me, right? Mm. So, yeah, definitely. De- that's definitely it. Always, me. always was friends for me. Um, <clears throat> as much as I 
was an influencer. I also wanted everyone to like me. And that need to be liked drove me so much. I just felt so pulled by, you know, the popular people in my high school or even my friends. And so when push came to shove, and by the way, as a follower of Christ, there will come moments where, you know, you cannot please everyone and Christ at the same time. And so that was a huge struggle for me. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like that's the one that Gen Z struggles with the most out of these four. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're looking on TikTok and Instagram and everyone is using the same filters. They're all dancing yeah. to the same song. Yeah. They're all doing the same thing, blah, 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 blah. What do you, I don't know, what would your advice be to Gen Z students who are struggling with the same thing? Well, for for me, you, it, it really is a desire, a matter of sacrifice. So it's like, okay, I can fit in and gain friends. I know I can do that. That is something I'm capable of. I just kind of have to sell out a little bit. I got to sell out to all the same audio clips as everyone, same filters, dressing the same, talking the same. And then I am a product of the culture, not of Christ. And so I think, you know, in our small groups and my youth pastor was so good at this, he constantly put the kingdom of heaven in my mind. And I had to make a decision who am I living for? So for me, at least, it's like, who are you going to sell all out for? And eventually, I just felt like Jesus already sold out for me fully. So I am compelled to live for him fully. And sometimes, man, that meant saying, you know, I'm going to live for Jesus no matter what, no matter even if my friends make fun of me, say my music is lame, or, you know, I, I don't participate in the trends. I don't got the clout. Yeah. And I would, I would say like on, on the heels of that, a little bit more of a practical one. If, if there are students that are struggling with that, you should try to do something that's like a, like a social media fast, even just for like a month to see what that feels like. Cause you can always come back if you need to, but man, I'm telling you, it was the healthiest thing ever for me personally. When I got that stuff off of my phone, I was like, Oh man, I think so much more clearly. I play less comparison games. I'm not like sucked into this like anxiety, man. It's so much higher with it on there. So I would say just, just cut it out. Give someone else the passcode to your phones, have them set up parental controls or get your parents to do it. So you can't download it if you want and step away from it a month and see what happens. Yeah. So good. But real quick, finishing this this thought here, Colin, was there any one of those that you struggle with language yeah, I and just getting friends? out of this, man? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're still here. Okay, yeah, no, uh, friends is like because uh, I mentioned like someone's from the past. Friends is like my big one. Like now, like COVID really like I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one that like over COVID like had those moments where you're like, oh, these are my real friends, or like I thought y'all were my friends, or like these like moments where you're like do people even like me anymore? Like all those like types of questions, like friends is probably like my biggest one. Cause like we're meant to live in community, but it's so often or frequent that that communal like circle that you have is going to be attacked. Even your perception of it. Yeah. Or sometimes can feel fake. Yeah. 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 I think, I think for me, my biggest one is, I think maybe interests like, and I guess this is even breaking my own 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 rule here, but blending into entertainment because I think I just have an interest again in those like the horror genre of things, the the scary things, the frightening things, and that's like again like the kind of craving that I have to push back and be like, no, this doesn't align with Christ. I need to like kind of push that away. But I think we're about out of time here, guys. So I think it was a good talk today. But tell us, how can how can students reach you if they want to connect with you after today's podcast? Well, first of all, if you're going to the University of Pittsburgh, you need to hit your boy up Let's go. after you graduate because we're looking for student leaders in the college scene as well. But for now, keep killing it for Jesus uh, at your high school and middle school and find me at Jordan Caleric on Instagram. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Colin R40. And I'm at Caleb J. Holt. Yeah, and I'm at Gilbo Swaggins. Thank you so much for being with us here today, students. We'll see you next time.